I mean, Hey, what's going on, motivators? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. Here we are. Today is uh, November 20th, 2021. Weekend pre-Thanksgiving uh, here. Nice, beautiful day. Blue skies. 48 degrees. A little crisp out there. I'll take it, though. Slept in a little bit today. Felt good. I'm out there doing my usual little run. <clears throat> That's what they say in friggin' um, The Walking Dead zombie film uh, series. You know, they say, I'm going out on a run. A run means you're going to get supplies. You're going on some sort of mission, right? So I'm going on a run. Little run. No sweat. One mile. No good. A two miles, a getting better. A three miles, a 5K. Saturday, a 5K. I'm going to Lowe's, man. Ain't going on no fucking run. So, I hope you're doing well and motivated. I got a lot of things to talk about. I'm going to try to squeeze that in between my little errands here. All right, so I picked my son up from a sleepover, it's his thing now, every uh, Friday night he heads to his buddy's house, and male bonding, hanging out, talking shit, he said there's a game called the penis game, where after the kids' parents went to sleep, they all said, see who could yell penis the loudest, you know, you'd say, I imagine them all like, you know, three or four of them sitting around there on the couch, looking at their phones, going, penis, penis, you know, like trying to like push it, see how far they could go. I imagine my father back in the uh, late '80s, or, uh, yeah, late '80s time frame, uh, waking from a half drunken uh, stupor to me and my friends acting up, saying things like that, and threatening our lives. So I did also think that they should never do that. If we if we ever let him have a sleepover at our house. He should know not to do that. I'm all about the friggin' juvenile fun and games, but just the hormones going right now, you know? But I don't suffer any fools right there. I'll go out there and teach those kids a lesson, make some blind threats that I can't follow up with. Don't fuck with a man's sleep. Okay, so I picked him up from his uh, sleepover, and he said, everybody's talking about that Kyle Rittenhouse. I say, yeah, you know, people are always looking for something that's controversial that they can have an opinion on. That's what that's what our society has become. Well, what do you think about the Kyle Rittenhouse thing? Everybody's got to choose a side. So here's what I'm gonna, here's what I'm going to say. You you can fuck off. If you don't agree. This is my knowledge of the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. I could be a little off, but I read some articles. Vaguely familiar with the case. However long ago, and still today, there's all kinds of discontent in our society. We've got a fucking virus that's messing with everybody. We've had some injustices, some racial injustices, where uh, there's been accusations of profiling rampant in certain communities, the black and brown community, as they would say. Right? There's been people who've been shot, killed certainly arrested for stupid shit 
Um, had that guy, I forget his name now, but he's out in Minnesota. He was killed. The other guy who was selling counterfeit or uh, bootleg cigarettes or something, he got choked out and died by police now. So are these communities, are these uh, folks of color being treated, being, being profiled, being set upon by law enforcement, being unfairly treated, and in some cases, quite a few in fact, recently, injured, shot, killed by the people who are, whose job is to, perturb, is to protect and serve. Has it happened? Hell yes. Okay. I know a bunch of cops, you know, I know a bunch of corrections folk. I don't think anybody who's honest would disagree that there's some unfair profiling that occurs out there and that atrocities have been committed. Yes, there are some people that have rap sheets. There are folks who are not angels, quote unquote. I don't know if that justifies killing them for minor infractions. Like this guy who had had a checkered pass, but he tried to pass a, a, uh, a phony check or something. The fuck was his name? He's passed, right? Saw his face every day for the... Hey, nice red, red tail hawk. Saw his face every day on the news, and then the the uh, trial ensued. And I remember, I remember Derek Chauvin, the Chauvin trial. It's only a few months ago, right? Maybe a year ago, maybe. And he was convicted. He he freaking knelt on the guy's neck for like nine minutes. Now I learned restraint techniques, uh, crowd control techniques like this in the Marine Corps where you do something like that, you put somebody in a wrist lock and you kneel down over their their arm, all the way down to their armpit and neck, and they're basically pressed against the ground with your body weight, and you can control them, and you can cut off their air, cut off their blood, conk them out, you can kill them that way. Uh, you know, the law enforcement experts in that area said that they did not recommend this technique. Right, so the guy he's he's been incarcerated and he's appealing and all that shit. I'm just saying that's a glaring example of this sort of atrocities that have occurred. So then these communities are like, what the fuck, you know? Kind of like Rodney King back in the '80s or whatever, whenever that was, when he was had his shit beat out of him by a bunch of cops. So these things happen, just like there's good and bad everything, there's good and bad cops, good and bad chiropractors, lawyers, butchers, bakers, bakers, candlestick fucking makers, plumbers, helpers, whole nine yards. There's people who fuck up, who do stupid shit, who are evil on some level. They make mistakes and uh, they do terrible things. Human beings do that, do terrible things to one another. So my son mentions this, I said, I basically said that, I said, look man, People are, this is obviously a current event, it's an issue, this Kyle Rittenhouse uh, trial that just finished up, he was cleared of any um, 
wrongdoing. He was clear. He was acquitted on all for all the crimes in a, in a court of law. So that's the verdict. Uh, do I agree with it? I don't know. Not entirely, from what I know, and I'll tell you why. So people are gathering around this this issue, and they're saying, "Well, you know, you know." He didn't have any business going down there. What the hell is he going down there with a fucking... He's a teenager. He's going down there with a uh, rifle that somebody just bought for him. You know that guy's got a fucking tiny penis. Come on, man. Fucking answer that here. I'm not going to stay out here too long. I'll tell you that right now because it's bullshit traffic. Is running out. I'll find a little spot here in the back of the, in the outskirts of the Lowe's parking lot. And I'll park there and I'll finish up this podcast. So you got yay or nays, gays and nays. You know, some people think that he uh, will agree with the, the verdict, and other people will not agree. They feel like this kid did some wrong. So I'm going to tell you what I think because everybody else has got an opinion. Sounds like this issue occurred around in the, in the Midwest suburb of frickin' Wisconsin, um, Milwaukee, and so in all these cities in these areas, there was uprisings. There were protests, and there was looting and burning. Yeah, not everybody in the crowd was good. Uh, people were angry. People were, you get the uh, folks in, in large uh, numbers. They'll do stupid shit, even if they're, they're not violent people on their own. They will do stupid shit when they uh, get together. It's just the way that, you know, that energy. I've talked about this before. And there is a good book called, um, the, uh, the fuck was it? Something of crowds, the, um, the insanity of crowds or something like that by Douglas Murray. Pretty interesting book. So there were, there were protests that would turn into riots these, uh, Kenosha seems to be a suburb of Milwaukee, so a smaller city, a, a little bit smaller, just south of, of uh, Milwaukee on Lake Michigan. Some locals were like, oh God, there's going to be a protest here, protest tomorrow. They were concerned because there had been some damage to their community and businesses. They, they were concerned that their community was going to be burned down and businesses destroyed. Violence, whatever, chaos. So a group of individuals got together and said, okay, we're going to go down there and we're going to uh, do an open carry. So some of them were open carry at least. That means they have their weapons on them. I guess maybe in Wisconsin you can do that. Um, but this kid's got an AR-15 and he's a teenager and he's, you know, he wants to protect his community, wants to do something noble, um, wants to stand for something. Not gonna, not gonna uh, 
let his community be destroyed. He wasn't even from that area, by the way, or the immediate. That wasn't his town, but he went in there to kind of like, hey, they're going to do that. We're not going to let them do that. I'm going to stand up to that group. So this is what's happening right now when things are getting inflamed and people are kind of uh, that pressure cooker that is the pandemic and the politics around it and Trump versus Biden and all this stuff. These are all these little proxy uh, rivalries, you know. So now we all have to take a take a um, an opinion, form an opinion on Kyle Rittenhouse. So <clears throat> let me put myself in his shoes. I am a business owner, and if there was a riot in Lansdale, Pennsylvania, and I was, you know, I would be concerned about my building that I own and my business that is, is, allows me to provide for my family, okay? If I knew that there could be damage, I certainly would board up the windows, I would protect it uh, with everything that I could, up to including my life. Um, would I um, have something on hand to defend myself? I would. Okay. So is it worth protecting these businesses? If if uh, somebody comes in, I'm at parking in front of Lowe's right now. If you know somebody comes over here and says and sees that there's looting over at Lowe's because there's uh, the world's gone crazy or whatever, and there's a bunch of people riding over here and they go into Lowe's and start looting. Would I blame somebody for coming over and trying to be the other side of that to prevent damage to property and people and arson and all that stuff? I I find that reasonable. On the other hand, it's very dangerous to be, you know, joining, uh, you know, counting yourself among individuals who are, you know, hell-bound and determined to, you know, um, like, trying to be superheroes. Young people um, fancying themselves on the other side of an argument. They're full of testosterone. They've got a fucking extremely capable weapon in their hand. And that kind of begs the question of their using it. So, this goes back to my problem with people who, yes, they have the right to keep and bear arms, but just because they have that right, they should use some discretion in exercising it, I believe, because they'll do stupid shit. They'll be untrained with that firearm, and um, even if they are trained... They're not trained to use it in the case of deadly force, the application of deadly force. You know, law enforcement, military, these organizations, as we just discussed, even have challenges with the proper application of deadly force and using discretion in that, you know. Uh, Back in the Marine Corps day, we had our general orders. You know, if we're walking a post, we're guarding an armory that's full of all these weapons, let's say. You know, um, stand my post until properly relieved. You know, report all uh, violations of orders, da 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 You know. Uh, we were taught, we were trained on the proper application of force. And even then, you know, who knows if that soldier, that Marine, that sailor is going to be able to 
hold a line on that and ultimately use it properly because when we're under stress, we do stupid shit, right? See depictions of that all the time in literature and cinema in real life. People don't know how to properly do this stuff. It's a, it's how do you react under stress? You know, go back to uh, the book by uh, Colonel, um, fuck is his last name? Anyway, he wrote a book called On Combat, and he discusses how uh, nobody talks about how during these emergency sort of life and death situations, how first responders and let's say there was a, like a 9-11 sort of thing, pretty much everyone that was walking around there had pissed and shit their pants because they, they instinctively, that, that was less of a priority to retain their bowel movements. They needed to get the fuck out of Dodge. They need to survive. So their nervous system said, okay, we're going into emergency mode. You know, get rid of anything. <laughs> you know, we're not worried about digesting our food right now. So, or police who will be in a high-speed chase and then the, the, all of that drama, all of that adrenaline, once they finally relax at the end, they just kind of pass out because the human body and mind can only take so much. So I think the science of it is, you know, I, I can appreciate how people feel like, you know, are drawn to a sense of duty and I'm going to prevent this from happening. And I'm telling you that if it was a situation where my community uh, or my business or my family were threatened, um, I'd be stockpiling ammo and I would be willing to stand if I, if there's a chance that I could, that somebody that I knew or care about was going to be wrongfully attacked, their business burned down, um, their lives threatened, don't care what the cause is or how noble on some level, you know, from the other side, uh, I would protect myself and, and my people. But I'm not right now, even though I know times are so tense, I'm not like part of some militia, militia group where, you know, word is passed and, hey, what's going on over here? Yeah, this is going, so there's something happening over here. I hear there's going to be a protest down there. You know, you go to a protest with a firearm, you're probably going to feel pressure. You're probably going to feel find people who um, are going to fit the description of somebody that you perceive as the opposition, the enemy, whatever. And it's a good good chance somebody could get killed. And that's what happened in these cases. So I would say there was negligence, you know. I, I don't know this, the nitty-gritty specifics of, um, you know, I know this supposedly this guy, one of the guys he killed, he th threatened his life. And so I'm, I believe it was tense there. I believe that there was a fight underway. And there were sides in this fight. And there was chaos. So I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that he went down there with a gun and somebody died. How about that? And so if he gets acquitted of all these things, is this something a behavior that he should uh, ascribe to, subscribe to again? Should other people who feel like you know they they want to be vigilantes go out and and you know when when things get really tense instead of law enforcement leaving it up to law enforcement? You know, should we have civilians who, who have their friggin' hunting rifles and, and all their, you know, AKs and, 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 you know, high capacity rifles and stuff like that. People who are largely untrained, who go to the range as hobbyists and shoot uh, clay pigeons. 
should we encourage them to run into the, the fray and get involved? And I say no. I think it's dumb. I think that people are going to get killed that way and problems become worse. So that's my opinion on the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. I'm sure that there are things that I'm missing. Uh, I love everyone. I don't wish anybody any harm. Um, but as I've said before, there are times in our lives where, you know, Tyson, <laughs> he said, not that he's a freaking Socrates or anything like that. He's a Socrates. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, um, Mike Tyson said, everybody's got a plan. Everybody keeps their cool until they get punched in the face. And then the fucking gloves are off, man. So, um, terrible things happen along those lines. All right, now I got a couple other things that I wanted to mention to you. All right. I got a, um, this is, I just find this a little bit funny. So, you know, we had that blood moon a couple uh, days ago. And I got this, I get this text messages from this guy who I know and love, but the dude, he puts me on these threads, this thread. So I get like, I'm, I get blasted with every, his every thought, you know, college football games. Oh, well, the Ohio state is going to play. Da, 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 da. There's the biggest rivalry ever in the world. And, and I want to make sure that uh, everybody be sure to watch it and cheer on the big... It's like a letter. You know, when people send those holiday letters and, hey, this is how the Smiths are doing this kind of type of year. Well, little Joey's just uh, graduating fifth grade and uh, Gracie, you know, she's uh, on the swim team. Dude, nobody fucking cares, right? Not that I don't care, but I, I don't have the time for this shit. So the guy sends me... This is what it says. An epic, almost total loop.
uh, little, you know, it's hard to say no to them. You know, if you want to sell some, if, if you want to sell something, I think that probably a more effective salesperson, in my opinion, would be a woman. Um, they are kind, they are thoughtful, they are better to look at, my, at least from my point of view. So, fucking Jacoby's witness is striking again, trying to point out uh, how the answers are all in the good book. Maybe they are. Maybe I don't. Maybe I haven't read it enough, or haven't. I'm incapable of seeing it from their perspective. But then there's another um, philosophy at work. You know, pointing out all the things that are bad in the world and how humans have not been able to solve these problems, and so we must turn to the Lord. You know no fucking way, man. I say that with a little bit of common sense and some education in science and dealing with people, communication, you know, you can come to some logical conclusions and find the middle here. Like I just said, uh, in the first aspect of this, uh, you know, the first part, first story about the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, I ain't got it all figured out. You know, I'm not saying he's innocent or guilty. You know, but I think it's probably a dumb move to go down to look on the one hand, your freaking shit is at risk. If it's danger is imminent and you need to protect yourself and do it, do it as a last resort in self-defense. I think going down and to a mob with a mob and trying to and with firearms, you know, you are upping the game. You can you can bring your AR-15. They'll come back with AR-15s. All right. And then we have Americans dead in the street. So I think we need to stop short of that. I think we need to all treat one another better. You know, I think we need to admit that, yes, there are problems in our society in the way that is there systemic racism? Sure. You know, are there policies? Are there individual people that are not? I mean, you're looking at it. anybody who would deny that there is, is insensitive. You don't think that people have had uh, a lesser opportunity in our nation historically and that that continues on to this day you don't think there's discrimination we got to do something about it you know we have to at least admit that yes it exists and not be history revisers and try to see things from our point of view and our point of view only imagine living in one of these urban communities or poor communities imagine living in freaking flint michigan and your water is all fucked up and you're being poisoned, you know, and people are turning a blind blind eye to that. You know, imagine living in a community where, you know, the, it's possible for a police officer to to kneel on somebody's neck for nine minutes, and you know, people are, are, you know, would, you know, or pointing out all the thing and kill a guy, and pointing, and some are pointing out only the the discretions, uh, the uh, indiscretions, the the rap sheet of the guy who they did that to. You know, it's hard to be uh, in law enforcement. I get it. It's not a job that I would want. Sometimes that people need to stay alive. You know, these officers, these, you know, they need to make quick decisions. And it's difficult, very, very difficult to make them. And yes, it's a disrespectful, lawless world. In, in a lot of ways, everybody's looking for some sort of, you know, entitlement or 
special treatment or you called me this, you said that, you know, therefore you're racist or you're whatever. I think that's wrong too. You know, a lot of these problems are very difficult to tackle. So, so I'm saying when something goes on, something goes wrong, um, something goes south and you show up with a, you know, a 30 round clip in your AR-15 and you freaking 19 years old and you probably fired more rounds on Call of Duty than you did in real life. You probably get, you could wind up killing somebody or getting killed. But people just need to fucking think a little bit more logically. When my son asked me about stuff like this, he wouldn't want to sit through an hour conversation like you just did. So I got to try to like abbreviate it. And I, like I said, I just told him that people are looking for something to be divided about, be angry about, have an opinion on. And rarely are these opinions balanced. They feel like they have to choose the one pro or con. It's not that simple, my friends. If you're not willing to do the intellectual heavy lifting and give and take, then bad things are going to happen in our society and we're never going to get out of this fucking bullshit. You know, so try to be the change you want to see in the world. Somebody lacks a smile, maybe give them one of your own. Right? Enjoy this beautiful day. <laughs>